0: Come on. Uh, world peace? Freedom for all?
1: I don't think you want any of that. What do you know? I know you. Bah. Crank. Mike. You couldn't even do something as easy as bringing home the Eisner.
0: Dude, I have no complaints about how that shut down. I do. I don't. Barry Windsor Smith won it. Yeah, they just gave that to him. That's fine.
1: He's old.
0: I mean, he ain't got much time left. Give Barry Windsor Smith whatever Barry Windsor Smith won. Rig. Rig. I mean, seriously, dude. I grew, like... I I was reading stuff he worked on when I was a kid, you know? Yeah. I mean... Every
1: every issue of Barry Windsor Smith comics, you came up, you you went and you poured over the lettering. No,
0: but I'm saying you know whatever. The guy's like a what do you call it a grandmaster to my goal. novice. You know. Red. And y- you want to know the truth? I can't handle the truth. You can't handle the truth. But uh, I mean, to be honest, I voted for him. (laughs) You you rigged it. So
1: I didn't vote for him.
0: Tim Riggins. Oh no, Tim Riggins.
1: You know who I voted for? Barry Windsor Smith. Ed Dukeshire. Okay.
0: Another acceptable alternative. Shut up. Anyway, <clears throat> so um, welcome to a uh, an Eisnerless week eight hundred and seventy-seven of the Crankcast. Week. Well, not Eisnerless. I mean, Mike's got like three or four of them. I have one. What happened to the other two?
1: I know I don't have more than one
0: Eisner. I just have one Eisner. Oh, right. What was the other awards?
1: Uh, Harvey's Harvey's you know, Harvey's and uh, Shell Dorf and uh, some other Yancey Street Award or some pencil that looks like a big uh, granite poop
0: <laughs> nice so yeah guess what I did on Monday Don't bother. You won't get it. I, uh, I, I spoke to Alan's class. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I've done that. How was that? Um, Alan said it went well. I felt like it was kind of disjointed, but I guess that's sort of the nature of a QA. and I've never done it before, so I don't really have anything to reference it against.
1: What did, uh, what did they ask you?
0: I don't remember exactly. Like... He had given them a sample page from, um, from um like, I think the last issue of It Girl. Because it was something I worked on. And um, so it, that was like their homework and they were supposed to go letter it or whatever. I didn't get to see any of their stuff. But I went through and um, besides doing the original, I went ahead and since it was like 10 years ago, I did it again fresh, like the way I would do it now. Just to kind of give them a contrast of how things change over time. Mm -hmm. and so he showed him those and and I showed him some other stuff I've worked on like some Rick and Morty stuff and that and and while I was running through some stuff you know we talked about like kerning and the the little uh, 95% trick for squinching in a line to make a better shape I remember talking about that I just I felt like like after I got done I was like oh man there's things I should have told them that I, I didn't at the time and then also like I felt like I was kind of telling things out of the order I would normally explain it to people because it was questions so they were just questioning me about whatever you know but like if I were just giving a straight I don't know tutorial or something I would have like r- organized it better myself like but I, I you know Alan said it went good and I mean we talked for like close to hour and a half I guess mm-hmm. and um, it was fun it was interesting to do I thought So that's another new experience for me. Look at me. I'm teaching people stuff. Or, well, answering questions about stuff. Yeah, I don't
1: know how much you're teaching anybody.
0: Yeah, well, you know. (laughs) It's like uh, like, uh, not winning the Eisner. Why talk about something you didn't actually do? (laughs) You know? So, anyway, how you doing?
1: I'm alive.
0: Yay! Hey, man, any day you can wake up and say that, it's a good thing.
1: It was a day that you're alive.
0: Today was a good day. You didn't have to kill nobody.
1: You, you never have to.
0: Well, sometimes you have to. I, I choose to. <laughs> Um. yeah, so I watched some interesting things
1: No, you didn't
0: One of them you might I'm be interested kind of, in Why don't I
1: just go out on a limb and say, no, you didn't
0: Well, I watched a couple documentaries Um, One of them was about National Lampoon Magazine And, uh It was actually pretty cool Like, I, I I think I knew, but forgot, or maybe I didn't know, but, like, a lot of the... A good chunk of the the first season cast of Saturday Night Live were all National Lampoon people. Yeah. And I... I, I like I said, I think I knew that, but I... Like, I just... I didn't really know it, know it, you know? But, like, not even just the the actors. It was, like... They swiped a bunch of their writers and stuff, too. <laughs> I'd
1: say most of their writers.
0: Um and just you know I mean there's like some tragedy there you can't have that kind of like rock and roll story unless somebody dies right so and I, I'm not even talking about John Belushi I'm talking about like one of the founders of the magazine there was like addiction involved and a cliff you know but um that was pretty cool but the second one I watched you might actually be interested in it was a uh, documentary if you haven't seen it already it was a documentary about Ozploitation movies. Yeah, I've seen mm-hmm. that. It's
1: real good.
0: From 2008? Yep. Um, yeah, I thought that one was pretty cool too. Covered a whole bunch of stuff, because I'm really, the only stuff I'm really familiar with from there is like the horror movie kind of stuff. Yeah. And it talked a lot more about like the sex comedies and stuff like that too. So yeah, that stuff
1: I haven't seen a lot of. It.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess it's just one of those things where. Like I'd never even heard of a bunch of it <laughs> before. Um, a lot of it's from the
1: sixties and seventies.
0: Right. Yeah, and I guess my familiarity is more with like late seventies into the eighties too. So I was surprised there was a couple of things like um there was that weird I can't remember what, what was the name that Australian movie with the uh the weird drug that kept turning people into like mush and stuff. I don't even know. Body Mount, yeah, like they didn't talk about that one. So I, I kind of suspect that they were focusing more on certain directors mm-hmm. than they were the genre as a whole.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, cause there was that and I'm trying to think, there was another one, I, another Australian movie that I remember that they didn't talk about. But, and it would have fit like right in that. But still, I mean, it was a pretty cool documentary, Yeah, I like it. Um, I also stumbled a thing, stumbled across a thing on archive.org, which uh, a couple of years ago somebody had uploaded. It's like a hundred and something, maybe two hundred um, movies that were encoded from VHS tapes, <laughs> like all Literally. all in one group. So I was thumbing through some of those yesterday, and I, I saw a couple of things I've never seen before. Uh, I'm not sure why some of them were up there, because some of the titles I recognize as being things that I know have current digital versions online. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But the two that so I... Well, nothing is
1: ever stolen on the Internet.
0: Well, I'm just saying, like, I don't know why why you'd upload a VHS rip of something that's got, like, a proper digital encode, you know? <laughs> Unless it was somehow different, like an uncut version that doesn't exist now or something. I can tell you one. Um but I watched like three things one of them was really dumb like I didn't like it it was from 81 called Night of the Zombies and there weren't really I'm hard pressed to say that there were actually zombies in it Night of the Zombies yeah it wasn't very good it was really boring um, is it American? I think so but, but it could have been one of those things that was like you know Italian made with American actors or something yeah but I, I, it didn't feel like that. I'm not, I, I don't really know anything about it because I'd never heard of it before. But again, it just it wasn't very good either. Like, not even by the like the not good standards. It was just boring. Like, um. Mm-hmm. But the other two I watched were kind of cool. One, have you ever seen a movie called Blood Nasty? Blood Nasty. Yeah, I think so. That's uh, 1989. That's... Kind of a comedy. Or at least a, a funny horror movie. Like, it's about them making a movie. No, nah, this is like some Cuban mafia dude dies. He's like got a magic ring and he makes a plane blow up and takes over a body of this person that was on the plane. Like oh, that. turns him into a zombie kind of and then possesses their body and then goes back to the family. And the mother doesn't want him around because she got an insurance settlement from the, his credit card company. <laughs> Um, so she's trying to hush up that he's dead, and of course he keeps flipping over into the bad guy form and killing people and, and mutilating them and stuff. And she's trying to keep it all, like, under wraps so she doesn't have to give him money back. And there's, like, a goofy sister involved and stuff like that. Like, so it's it's kind of a comedy, I guess. But it was, uh, it was pretty funny, I thought. I'd never heard of it before. I'd never even seen it. Um, the other one is, uh, it's called Dead Girls from nineteen ninety. No, it's um one of those you know it's a uh, a rock band movie or whatever. Oh really? Except you never really? actually see them play. You hear their music like played like in the background or whatever, but you never actually see them play. So it wasn't like that kind of a rock movie. Um, but it's mostly just a slasher movie. This rock band goes out to this cabin to get away from things for the weekend or whatever. And then they start getting picked off one by one.
1: They've made that movie a lot of times. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: a ton of times. But it um, <clears throat> but it wasn't bad, though. I mean, for what it was, it was all right. And again, it was something I've never heard of and hadn't seen before. What's it called? Dead Girls. Okay. Hmm. And that was a three I watched last night. Actually, I'm going to send you a link to that archive.org page do 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 um cause it's I mean, you can watch it straight from the straight from the website oh really
1: cool okay there we go
0: drawing David
1: Warner as a henchman in our, in our comic oh yeah he made a good henchman. Has made
0: a good henchman. Sure. Is he still alive?
1: No, he just died. Oh, That's why I'm gonna.
0: <laughs> oh, like a tribute. Yeah, sweet. Oh, did he really? Yep. I did not know that. How do they do? He uh, he was the one that plates the the devil in Time Bandits, right? Yeah. I
1: yeah. don't
0: think they call him the devil. Uh, ultimate Evil? Supreme Evil? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a shame. I mean, he's pretty old, though, right? Yeah, I think he was like 80
1: or 77 or something
0: like that. That's a good long life. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, well, good. <laughs> I am trying favorite
1: to think. of a roll that's not Titanic?
0: You know, I've never actually seen Titanic. Titanic made me cry. Oh, you old softy. Um, yeah, I've never seen that, so I, that wouldn't be my go to anyway. I, you know. Weirdly, as familiar as I am like with his voice and what he looks like, I can't think of other movies he's been in besides Time Bandits.
1: Merlin's how, uh, shop of... No, he's in the quest of the Delta Knight. Huh. Since you watched Mystery Center. He plays a bunch of people in the
0: quest of the Delta Knight. Yeah, don't know. Can't place it.
1: He is an ice cream man as a preacher.
0: Mm, Is that the one with um, Clint Howard? Yep.
1: Yeah, okay. He plays Jack the Ripper in Time After
0: Time. Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, He's been in lots of stuff. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. He had a long career.
1: Prolific. One might,
0: uh, if one were so inclined. Well, I am. Well, there you go. And you did. Um. So, uh, yeah. Did you ever watch Amityville nineteen ninety two?
1: Uh, which one is that? Is that the one, is it about, is it the time travel one?
0: Uh, yeah, but not until the end, like. Yeah, I've seen it. Amityville 1992. It's about time.
1: It's about time, yeah. (laughs) This is also a Sharknado
0: subtitle, too. They might have actually...
1: I think the last one they did was a time travel one, so they call it It's About Time
0: they they tended to make a lot of references to other stuff so they could have actually been nodding towards that movie too. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember it coming out but I had never actually seen it because there was that time period early 90s where there was just a lot of terrible stuff coming out and it was all going like straight to video and um, I remember seeing like maybe a trailer for it or something I'm like nope <laughs> Just, I'm not going to bother. And, uh, but it popped up on Amazon on my, like, reckless recently. And so I was like, well, what the hell, you know. And I watched it, and it, it was terrible. <laughs> so, I was justified all these years. oh
1: family yeah. little movies are good.
0: I, I mean, the first one's okay.
1: Like second one's actually pretty scary.
0: I don't remember yeah. the second one.
1: It's the one that uh, about the, the the guy who said he was possessed when he killed his family.
0: Oh, Ronnie DeFeo?
1: Yeah, it's about that.
0: Okay, yeah, I remember that one now.
1: It's, but it's, the scene where he does it is pretty terrifying.
0: It's like a prequel, more or less. I don't know. If it's, yeah, it might be a prequel. Well, I mean, it, prequel in that it takes place before the events of the first movie, or the book, or whatever. I just remember it was crazy. Um, Yeah, I do remember that one now. It's weird because, the, so that was the second one, but that one didn't come out until, like, much, much later after that first movie was made. In the
1: 80s. Well, I guess Andyville came out in the 70s.
0: Like, early 70s, I think. So, I mean, I think the second one didn't come out until, like... Post 85? So, yeah, I mean, you know, we're talking like, I don't know, 12, 13, 14 years later. <laughs> of course, they were doing that with, like, Exorcist, too. Because Exorcist 3 was, what, like, 89 or 90? I think. Or it might have even been 91.
1: I don't think it was 91.
0: I was still in high school when that came out. Yeah, so I wouldn't have been in Um. Yeah, and that one had that just that terrifying long shot down the hallway.
2: hmm
0: Ugh. I mean the rest of the movie was okay, but that shot was just like ugh. Um anyway though, yeah, so Amityville. Not so good. I'm sure they made like twelve more of them after that.
1: Yeah, there's there are,
0: um, Not yeah, to, there are like twelve of them. Yeah. Not to mention the the remake and uh what the mid odds I think.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Which also was pretty bad as I recall. I don't think. I remember oh, I remember why I didn't like that one. They kept doing a lot of um, a lot of jump scares that didn't affect the actual characters in the story. They were just there for the audience. And it bothered me, because they were just so blatantly, like, you know, trying to just pander to, the, like, ooh, we're going to throw this thing in to spook you out, even though, like, nobody in the movie could actually see it, or whatever.
1: There's an Amityville where the bad guy is a lamp. The evil is a lamp. It's an evil lamp. Huh.
0: Well, there you go. I mean, in Amityville 1992, the bad guy's a clock. Yeah. So,
1: <laughs> you know. I think they, I think they did a whole bunch of them where it was like old furniture from the house.
0: I guess. That,
1: that way they didn't have to make it in the house.
0: Right. And I guess that makes sense because that's sort of like uh, the premise of Friday the 13th the series. Cursed objects getting out into the world and, and causing problems or whatever. Yeah, it doesn't have anything to do with
2: Jason.
0: No, no, the Friday the Thirteenth series had nothing to do with it. It was just somebody bought the or had at the time owned the rights to the name Mm -hmm. for the franchise and decided to make a TV show with that name. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: In fact, I don't even know if Friday the Thirteenth ever mentioned in the show. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I can't recall, but I I think it was one of the it was man. Either Mancuso or, like, the son of Mancuso? Yeah.
1: I know they're all having fights with each other. That's why they don't have a new movie or that video game kind of got scored.
0: Oh, did that never come out?
1: It came out. It's just that they can't make new stuff for it. Uh, people...
0: Yeah, I read about that recently because, what is it, the original writer has the rights to the first movie.
1: It's, it happens with these things. This is,
0: it was weirdly complicated.
1: Play, too.
0: Yeah, I, I remember reading an, an article about it, and it was weirdly complicated. Yeah. So, like, but the hockey mask version of Jason is owned by somebody else, and then, <laughs> like, yeah, Weird how that. I mean, I I guess um, that's why you should always read and sign contracts and create contracts for stuff. Oh, brother, yeah, that's true. Because a paper trail would have cleared a lot of this stuff up better. Like a proper agreements and stuff.
1: Yeah, make sure you know it's in those contracts,
0: Yeah, there's a pro tip for you. Don't ever just sign a contract without reading it. It's not like a, a EULA. Like, where you can just ignore it down the road. (laughs) If you sign a contract and it's got language in it you don't like, then you're screwed because you signed it.
1: It's the truth.
0: I I recently... And you can amend contracts, or at least request that they be amended before you sign them. Um, Sometimes you can actually request that they be amended after you sign them, but that makes it more difficult if the other party doesn't want to. Um, But I, I recently had to request a, an amendment to a contract before I signed it because the uh, the uh language I didn't feel like the language was clear as to what the uh penalty was to me like the language surrounding like deadlines and, and turning stuff in and stuff wasn't real clear so I had to uh put in a line to just make sure I wasn't being held liable for something that was dropped on me like on a Thursday and, and they wanted it on a Friday kind of thing you know um but yeah, I mean, never be afraid to ask for an amendment in a contract. The worst I can say is no and you know, whatever. then you're just where you were before you started. So. Pro tip. Unfortunately, most... I'm not going to say that. Most of the contracts I've had to deal with in comics have been fairly straightforward. I think that's safe to say. Um, to where I didn't, I didn't have to have a lawyer, like, handy to untangle it, you know? (laughs) Um, there have been a couple I've read and I've just been like, I'm not really sure what this means, (laughs) like, but it seems okay, so I'm going to sign it anyway, which is not really the smartest thing to do. If you have questions, you should probably ask somebody that knows more than you do, which in my case is like everybody, so... Yeah. I was just I was getting that out of the way before Mike said it. So Um Anyway. Okay. I uh I also watched uh John Krasinski's a Quiet Place Part Two.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> a not as quiet place, as it turns out there was at least like a hundred percent more talking in that movie than there was in the first one or at least what I remember of the first one and it's also weirdly both a prequel and a sequel to the first movie at the same mm-hmm. time which I thought um, was an interesting way to go You know. but much like the first movie the day after I watched it I didn't remember a lot of it already no, it's probably not it wasn't a terrible movie. well that's the thing, is like it wasn't a bad enough movie that you remember the badness of it. But it wasn't like super interesting either. So there's that. And uh Yeah. Watched a what? movie called One Up. One of It's. It seems like, from the description, it kind of seemed like they were. it was a movie, like, kind of taking on the whole Gamergate culture of video game stuff. I don't know. Because it was like, um. Basically, a bunch of ladies formed their own, uh, game team to take on the, the, the dumb boy game team, you know? Okay. The dude bro game team. Okay. Um, and it seemed like it was going to be something that was going to be sort of more um, I don't know not informative is the word I'm looking for activist I guess or something but it turned out to just be kind of a dumb video game movie instead a lot of genital jokes and shit like that I'm sorry. it has um, what's her name from Batwoman she keeps her hair cut real close
1: Ruby Rose. Yeah. Hmm. And
0: Wonder, I. Uh, uh, let's See. Very recently, I guess. And it's listed as 2022 on on oh,
1: Amazon. Super recent.
0: Yeah. And I think at least one of the other actresses was a Disney actress. Hmm. Paris Bell Barrel Barrel. Hmm. I mean, yeah. No Barrel something like that. Um. And just to kind of counter, I mean, it it's got like a bunch of terrible reviews on both Amazon and IMDb. But mm-hmm. then when you start reading the reviews, it's it's like dudes that probably took part in Gamergate. <laughs> oh really? Like I mean, just the they, like they're mean. Yeah, like the tone of the reviews is you, oh, you, you can just tell it's like, well, these girls shouldn't be playing games anyway. Like you know that kind of thing. Weird. So it's not like don't. Judge that movie by its reviews because it's definitely better than than the two point seven it gets on IMDb. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but it's probably not better than maybe a four or a five, like an average kind of score. Four or five out of what? Ten? Uh, whatever IMDb's rating. Like most movies, I find it you know at least acceptable or like a four or a five on there.
1: Mm.
0: Usually, I won't bother watching anything that's rated as low as like a two because I probably will wind up agreeing that it's not very good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but in this case, yeah, it's, the reviews are mostly just that that whole sexist bullshit kind of crap anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying that, again, not saying this is a great movie or anything, but it didn't deserve the reviews it was getting, I guess is that point. Um, Yeah, so. There's that. That kind of thing. And I... Sometimes, like, okay, especially if it's, like, later in the evening, and I'm just... I want something on, and I don't care what it is. I'll watch stuff that I've seen a bunch of times already, or seen before.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Mm-hmm. Because that way, I... I, It's it's there, and it's doing something, and because I've already seen it, I don't necessarily have to pay as much attention to it. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... So I put on Life Force. And I, I, I know it hasn't been that long since the last time I talked about it, but every time I watch that movie, I forget how wonderfully over the top it is. Yeah, it's crazy. And it's like, and, and it kind of makes me a little sad because I, I wish it would have done better, like reviews and box office wise, like initially. Because I mean, we could have had a lot more big budget Toby Hooper movies. Mm-hmm. Because that, uh, I mean, that movie had, like, an insane budget. Yeah. For the time period, anyway. No. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the only movie. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just like. I mean, for one thing, one of the lead actresses is naked the entire freaking time. You know? Yeah. Like, how did this even get there? <laughs> you know?
1: I, the lead actress.
0: Well, yeah, the lead actress. But, I mean, like. I was gonna say one of the leading actors, and then I switched to actors. And anyway, but yeah, I mean, like, except for what the very end. I think she's got like a sh- clothes on, and why they put clothes on her at the end, I don't understand either. Mm-hmm. That seems like one of those things that maybe they like. She just had enough, or something, <laughs> like, or maybe they filmed the end early and she wasn't quite used to being naked all the time yet. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, and just the whole, like, Steve Railsback, back, like, he's just overacts through that whole thing.
1: <laughs> Which, I guess. I he's a good actor, actually. I've seen enough movies of him now that I don't know if he's a good
0: actor. Well, that's what I was going to say. I mean, I, I think that was probably, like, pretty much normal mode for him. Yeah. He was, like, pre Nick Cage in a Cage, you know?
1: I wouldn't put him in the
0: cage, category Okay, maybe he's not as crazily over the top, but no. I,
1: I wouldn't. He, I, w- I wouldn't say they're the same kind of actor.
0: Oh no. Okay, sort of. Maybe he out Shatner, Shatner then.
1: That's that's allowable.
0: Okay. Oh, speaking of dumb wordplay jokes, I was going to say something about that. Um. That uh, one movie I was talking about earlier, that Nasty Blood, or Blood Nasty. Mm-hmm. So that's got Linnea Quigley in it. Okay. And um, so, of course, you know, any movie you've got Linnea Quigley in, you also have Quigley's Jigglies.
1: Yeah, not so jiggly. They're kind of, I mean, they're fake, so they don't really move.
0: I oh, don't no, they, they bounce a bit. The point's the wordplay, man. Quigley's Jiggly's? <laughs> Come on. I thought of that last night while I was watching it. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of funny. I'm going to keep that. I'm proud of you, so... Yeah. It made me laugh. So. Anyway. Oh, yeah, Life Force. That is just a movie well worth watching, I think. I agree. Um, Steve Railsback just died, didn't he?
1: Uh, fairly recently.
0: Yeah. yeah. Everybody's dying, Mike. No, yeah, I'm not happy
1: about it. Yeah. Who? People. Tony Dow just. Uh, who? Tony Dow.
0: Uh. Refresh my memory. It's the Beaver's bigger brother. Oh right, Duh. I, my parents just told me about that yesterday, and I did the same thing. I'm like, who?
1: <laughs> and Paul Sorvino the star of your favorite movie Repo the Genetic Opera
0: yeah that is indeed my favorite movie
1: and the father of the star of your other favorite movie Mimic Mira
0: Sorvino oh, I do like Mira Sorvino her name's got a nice sound to it Mm-hmm. Mira Sorvino. You know. She sounds like an elfin princess or something.
1: I mm-hmm.
0: um, so, so many people did. So many people. Which reminds me of a joke I heard on the National Lampoon's documentary because they would play uh, clips from their radio show, like, sometimes in between segments. hmm And one of them was a bit about... It was an old Jewish couple, and the guy started talking about... I'm trying I don't remember it verbatim, but basically it amounted to 80% of the dead are Jews. <laughs> so uh, wound up saying, so if you, you know, if you mess with Jews in life... You're gonna get fucked with it after death. It was a nightmare. So. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, okay. Weird. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. Dead people. <laughs> so yeah, dead people. Do you see dead people? No. Oh. Okay. I, uh, I don't see dead people either. Mario one. Um, I don't know, man. Tell me something good.
1: I don't have anything good. I gotta go do a Martin session.
0: Oh yeah, today. Yeah, it's at two. So I gotta drive home. And- that's fine. How long has it been since the last one?
1: Mm, a couple of weeks.
0: So, uh, have you made any progress, or is he going to have to yell at you?
1: Probably going to yell at me. Dang, Mike. Well, what do you want me to do?
0: Ah, whatever Marty tells you to do, man. you have to stress out
1: about <laughs>
0: <laughs> Well, you know, you could just cancel the session. <laughs> Good could you don't have to do it, right? <laughs> um, so, as I think I mentioned last week, I, I had to install porch rails at my parents' house last weekend. and uh, Man, I, I, I boffed that one. Man, it was bad. You would think that just marking some spots on concrete and then drilling them wouldn't be a difficult thing. But I first burned out the drill I had, which, that wasn't my fault. I mean, I guess it was my fault for buying a drill from Harbor Freight. But um, it shouldn't have burned out after six holes, you know.
2: Hmm.
0: But then... uh, Sorry? Did you rent it or did you own that? I bought it from Harbor Freight, which I'm going to return it, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, It wasn't like it was an expensive drill. And that's the thing about Harbor Freight tools, like especially their power tools. You know that they're not really great quality or anything. For the price, they're good enough. And for somebody like me that doesn't use tools every day, they're fine by and large. But I mean, I burn out, like, other power tools I bought from them before, too. I guess the motors are just weak in them or something. But this, yeah. this one didn't even act like... Normally, when you burn out an electric motor, you can smell it. Yeah. Um, and occasionally, you'll get some sort of sign that it's burning out. Like, it'll seize up and slow down before it actually stops working. <laughs> um, this didn't do that. It just In between one press of the trigger, letting it go, and then trying to press it again, it just stopped working didn't smell funny didn't make any noises you know I'm thinking it had some sort of loose connection inside of it or something that just kind of shook loose eventually but um but yeah so got that done managed to get the last two holes drilled with a regular drill and then we go to mount the post and I find out that I screwed up the placement of a couple of the holes So now I've got these, like, six-inch holes drilled in concrete that aren't right, (laughs) you know? But they're also too close to where they should have been that I can't just drill next to them and make a correct hole. So, yeah, that kind of screwed up my whole Sunday. And then I wound up, um, I have a friend helping me, and he wound up going over to his brother's house and told his brother what was going on and so his brother came over on Monday and helped me do it correctly (laughs) Mm. which you know that actually worked out and I got the rails installed and now my mom's not going to fall off the porch again so which is good because that means I don't have to go you know pick her up at the emergency room in in the middle of the night again (coughs) because it's all about me and my convenience you know of course, but yeah, it's just—it's just amazing. Like, how did I screw up drilling a fucking hole? <laughs> you did, did you? I did. I. I
1: sounds like it. Uh, the the, uh, the
0: machines probably. Well, no, I mean this was before the the drill even burned out. Like, I had misdrilled holes. And what it was I guess I, I sort of reasoned this out later is that it must have walked on me like while I was starting the hole mm-hmm. and I it like it was just enough that I didn't really notice it until it came time to actually line up the post holes with the holes in the concrete you know? so now now I gotta go back over there and, cause what we had to do to get them mounted properly was move the posts forward by like You know, an inch or so, and drill new holes. So the posts are covering like two of the old holes, and then, uh, well, both posts are, I guess, total of four holes there. So there are like still four holes exposed, and I gotta go fill those and do some caulking, because we have to shim up the posts and stuff. So I gotta do some caulking to keep water from getting in there and freezing over the winter and causing the concrete to crack. I'm being all domestic. Domesticated playing with power tools. And, uh, so, yeah. There's that. I need to get me a miter saw, though. Do you? Yep. Everybody should have a miter saw, man. Because you never know when you need one. Miter saw and a hammer drill. What's a hammer drill? Well, besides just rotating, it kind of jackhammers a little bit to keep your bit from getting stuck Mm. Mm. they make special bits for that too Mm. (laughs) I can tell you're impressed Mm. so impressed Mm. but um anyway that was my weekend, it was fun not really, but fun And, uh... I don't know. I don't know what else. I think, uh... I'm having trouble accepting the fact that July just kind of blew by so fast.
1: I thought it took a long time.
0: I guess for me it's just because I... i am on this dumb work schedule that all the days kind of bleed together. Mm-hmm. So, for me, it was just like... Like, I mean, even just the last week has gone by crazy fast, it seems like. Because I am I had to take my trash out last night, and I'm like, wait a minute, didn't they just do this yesterday? And I'm like, uh, oh, I guess, I don't know, that's a week ago, you know? So, it's all, uh, relative to whatever, you know, your perspective. But, um. Uh, Sorry, I was answering an email. That's all right. And, uh... I don't know, you know? When I talk to people, I feel like I'm really boring because I don't have anything new to tell
1: them. You are. But I am too, so don't worry.
0: Because it's like, like, um, what have you been up to? And I'm like, I don't know, just working. And I'm not even doing that to, like, Dissemble or anything I'm. I'm at, that's literally like I haven't done anything else <laughs> you know?
1: I did some music stuff But I'm not happy with it mm. Blah 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 I've been practicing My guitar that's
0: I exciting. I was trying to do a thing For a while Where I made myself Take it like at least An hour a day Just to sit down And play music As mm-hmm. a I mean as much as A mental health break Is actually practicing Anything you know and somehow I let myself slide out of that. So I haven't... I mean, I, I think I plunked around a little bit, but I haven't really sat down and played anything in like a week or two. Probably two? Closer to two, now. Wow, that's kind of sad.
1: You are sad. It's got to be insane.
0: So sad. So sad. But, um... Anyway, so... Why weren't you happy with the music you made? I don't
1: know. Why am I not happy with anything?
0: Uh, because you're naturally near?
1: I don't think I'm I am i not maybe I am naturally newer. I don't know.
0: I mean, whatever. It's okay.
2: Yeah.
0: I wouldn't talk to me either. That kind of thing. Shut up. You? Shut your face.
2: Um. Yeah, I don't
1: know. I just would I'm doing this. Right.
0: Right. I got all the bits to make that little amp cabinet I was talking about now. Yeah? I just need to find the time to do it. Now I'm kind of afraid to because part of actually making this thing involves drilling holes. So, <laughs> I think I, I've become, um, I've got like hole PTSD? Yeah. Or something. You should. It's, uh... You're not, good at not yeah. quite quite, it. Not, not quite as bad as my stand-up comedian PTSD, but...
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, you know... I can understand that. Yeah. I I don't think it has anything to do with comedy.
0: No, it was the experience. Yeah, I think you just don't
1: like being talked to you're witnessing it in person.
0: I don't like being put on the spot. I mean, that combined a whole bunch of things I didn't like all at once. I was abandoned. I was, you know. So, yeah, that kind of never again, Mike. Never again.
1: Never say never.
0: Maybe. Mm See? That's never. Never say never.
1: I mean, when you say you're going to, it probably means you're not going to.
0: I. You'll notice I try to never actually commit to anything. That way I never have to go back on my commitments. Mm. I always couch most things in, like, I leave myself a way out, you know. I'm, I'm very much like a, a, an elf or, you know, one of the fae that way. You definitely say. I, uh, you know, I'll always leave myself ways around things
1: kind of roboting out a little bit. Mike.
2: <laughs> Mike.
0: Mike. Love me, Mike. No, never gonna happen. Love me. Nope.
1: Excuse. <laughs> <confused>. Love me. <laughs> oh, no, it gets worse every time.
0: Yeah. It really does. It's kind of weird. Um, I don't know, man. Do we uh, do, we, do, we, do we have any emails? Look. Look at that thing there. Those email things. And uh, while you're doing that, I'm perusing the new release comics list thing.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Because, uh...
1: You know, next week is C2E2.
0: It is. You'll be enjoying the company of Rafer.
1: Can you send me a full body shot of you?
0: We've gone through this before. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm uh, just giving
1: you the opportunity to do it for yourself rather than me make one that I make up. is I'm helping you right now.
0: I, uh, because it's going to happen. Well, it didn't happen last time. And, and frankly, no, it didn't happen last time. But I'm a different person now. Frankly, Mike, I, I trust in your lack of follow-through. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, those
1: famous last words.
0: I mean... Think of all the t-shirts we have out.
1: Yep. Well, guess what now? You have lit a fire underneath me.
0: Yeah?
1: Yep. And I need, I, I, I. feel I need to To in, in, enact some
0: sort of revenge. Well, either way, I win. I don't know how that's possible. Well, you know, either you don't do it and it doesn't happen, and that's fine. Or you do do it, and I feel good for having motivated you to do something.
1: Oh, my God.
0: So, uh... you
1: were not getting it.
0: Either way, I win. Mm. And you know if how... This, you know, I mean, you know how life's a zero-sum game, Mike. If I win, you lose.
1: Mm, disagree. Lose! You're going Oh, you're gonna lose, all right. Lose, sir! You are... You sound like uh Johnny Five (laughs) I'm alive you do you really do sound like him
0: right now huh okay I'll I'll try to edge him more towards Fisher Stevens than Johnny Five Um, no not so much Johnny,
1: Johnny Five was the one that was married to Michelle Pfeiffer right
0: not Fisher Stevens. Um, I don't know. Who was the voice of Johnny Vive?
1: I don't know who the voice of Johnny Five was. Oh. I was a joke. Fisher Stevens was married to Michelle Weber.
0: Oh. Hallie that? I don't know. I mean, she was like one of America's sex symbols in... You know, he's not ugly, but he's kind of a weird dude.
1: Huh. Oh,
0: well. Good for him. I like Fisher Stevens.
1: I know he did.
0: <laughs>
1: he's been mentioned on our recordings an
0: inordinate amount. Almost as much as Chris Makepeace. Well, Chris Makepeace, definitely. Oh, shit. Do we miss Chris Makepeace Day week? When does that happen? During, uh. Well, normally during, uh, San Diego, but isn't San Diego usually. Isn't oh, San... we missed Walkman's birthday too then. Who?
1: Uh, uh, Josh's son's birthday.
0: Oh, well, I guess that's because Emmons has been gone, right? Yeah, that's probably
1: it. My friend Mike B's birthday was yesterday.
0: Happy birthday, Mike I... B.
1: I think we've established I'm not very good at remembering birthdays.
0: That's why I have a calendar. And I try, every time I miss one, I try to mark it in my calendar so I don't miss it again.
1: The, well, the hilarious thing about this is, and you know, it's probably not really hilarious, is that I texted him on the 22nd to ask if it was his birthday. Yeah.
0: And then I forgot it again. I've done that. I've done it with you. Ah, balls! Actually, it's this week.
1: What your birthday? <laughs> no,
0: Chris, make peace day week. Oh, it's Chris make peace week. Yeah, I mean close enough because it's a movable feast. But we uh, we've done it on July twenty, like the the week of like this week before. Sometimes it's in August. I don't know exactly why. Sometimes it's in August, but uh, generally speaking, I think we've done it to coincide with San Diego.
1: You don't put "we." I I have nothing to do with Christmas day. In fact,
0: I. Th- Think yeah, I think that's the f- reason we first did it is because neither one of us were going to San Diego back in 2008.
1: That is, would you stop adding me to why this exists?
0: Um, well, I mean, you were you know you were a big reason it happened. Why am I a big reason it happened? You're a big reason this whole show happened. Well, yeah, okay, I get that. That is my cross bear, but it's, it's I mean, so it's it, ultimately it's all your fault. You lose. Do not, don't blame me for your eccentricities. You enabled them. Oh, that's what friends do. <laughs> that's what friends do. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, Happy Chris Make Peace Day Week, folks. Yay. Um, you can currently watch Meatballs on Amazon for free. If you are a Prime member. and that's not free, then. Well, I mean, it's part of your Prime subscription, I should say. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah. You know, you can do that. You can... I don't know. There's other stuff out there. You can find it. There's always Vamp. There's always Vamp. I mean, you know, you get the added bonus of, uh, uh... Grace Jones.
1: I don't feel like Grace Jones is a polarizing. I don't think she's everybody's taste.
0: Well, I'm just saying, you know, she's a bonus. She is, I mean, that's true. She is a bonus. And uh, it's, it's, it's rather, rather a charming movie. In its well, way.
1: I watch it. When are we going to have a Getty Watanabe week?
0: Uh, hey, you just made it up. No, god damn it. That's probably how the Chris Peace Day week started. <laughs> I did not start it. Uh, I'd be willing to bet that probably you said something like, huh, I... I hadn't thought
1: about Chris Maypeace in decades until you brought him up that one time.
0: Oh, we watched, like, My Bodyguard or something. I think you watched it. I, Somebody's gonna tell
1: us because somebody pays attention more than we do.
0: I just, I don't remember, honestly. I'm willing to say uh, it's it's all your fault. Captain Colin writes, Hi Captain.
1: Hi, Chaps. I'm on I'm on aboard for the Crankcast World Tour. Well done, Henrik, for writing reminding us.
0: <laughs> you remember that time when you tried to talk me into joining the what was that? That TV show where people do stuff across the world. Oh, amazing race.
1: Yeah. yeah. I don't think I could do it now. I feel like I'm too old and
0: busted. Well, this I mean, yeah, this was like twelve years ago or more. 15 years ago?
1: Yes, I think we would have been good on it. Uh, I also agree, Miss Marvel was very good, though I I thought the clandestine gin elements were a bit mad. Had enough of extra dimensional godlike weirdos. <laughs> eh,
0: maybe. Extra dimensional godlike weirdos. It's my autobiography. <laughs> you. Yeah, it's my autobiography.
1: I also watched Obi-Wan. I enjoyed it, but I thought the production values let it down. They must have spent all the money on bringing back the main stars. Well, probably did. Mm. Uh, have a great week. Cheers, Captain Powell. Thank you, Captain Powell.
0: Thanks, Captain. Can, I, can we just call them cappers?
1: Cappers?
0: Yeah. That sounds like a British nickname. Thanks, Cappers. Um, one second, there was something I was getting ready to say about the. Oh, so, just FYI, this this year's Chris Make Peace Day Week yeah. will be the fourteenth Chris Make Peace Day Week that we've done. Fourteenth annual Chris Make Peace Day Week, yes. Oh my god. So, That's stupid crane. This thing's existed for 14 years. Oh, 14 I, years of pizza and Chris Makepeace movies. Kind of amazing when you think about it.
1: it. It is, but not in the way that I think you think. Huh. It's, it's amazing in the way that us making this for so long is amazing. Like, you can't deny it's kind of amazing, but at the same time, it's amazing in a what have you done?
0: <laughs> why? Just why? Please make it what did he say? He said please
1: make it stop.
0: No. Nope. Nope. <clears throat> Have you watched um Paper Girls yet?
1: No. Is it out?
0: Yeah, it's on Amazon now. Hmm. I I, have, I, mean, I haven't watched it yet either because I didn't realize until last night that it... I think it came on this month. I mean, it was last week, maybe? Hmm. I'm trying to find it's out. Real. TV shows. Paper Girls. Uh... Oh, no, this week, I guess, actually. So it must have just came on last last night, July 28th, so. I guess it's silly of me to ask if you've watched it yet, because when would you have had the time? I'm sorry. When would you have had the time? In fact, it's so new, nobody's even reviewed it yet. But it's already got a 7.1 on IMDb. So, uh, there's that. I'm trying to remember, I know I read some of it, at least. I
1: read the first trade, I think.
0: I don't really remember what it was about, except it was kind of weird. It's very weird. And, uh... It's that was like, I mean, that was like ten years ago already, wasn't it? Yeah, it's been a while. Who was uh who did that? Brian? No. I'm Bond and
1: Clip
0: Right, right. Okay, yeah. So man. Where does the time go, Michael? Anyway. After pausing to think about that for a moment. Um, so I guess uh, I guess that's it for us this week, huh?
1: It is.
0: Well, in that case, does anybody have anything in stores? I mean, yes, people I do have things.
1: Saved way. by the Bell Rev comes out next week, I think. But I didn't get any comps this week. So
0: Did you say Saved by the Bell?
1: Saved by the Bell Rev.
0: Oh. I had a sudden vision of you doing an adaptation of Saved by the Bell, <laughs> which, you know, hey, that could be fun.
1: Saved by the Bell with a... <laughs> yeah. Bell Biffed to Bell? I can't say words.
0: Words is hard. I... Um, I'm st- sorry, I'm still scrolling down the list. Have you ever read a book called We Only Find Them When They're Dead? Nope. That's a cool title. And it's already got 12 issues out. Dang. Another book from the same studio that's a pretty cool title is Something is Killing the Children. Mm-hmm. And that's got 25 issues out. And a Jenny Frizzum cover. I'm always hearing about that series. I've always been curious about it. I, uh, yeah, I've just been waiting for the trades. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't. Oh. According to the ad blurb, there have been over 2 million copies of the series sold to date. Wow. That's a lot of copies. Especially really? for a book from, you know, not a. Not Marvel or DC, I guess. It's a, it's a boom mm-hmm. book. So, um Sorry, those titles just caught my eye. That's more reason we're talking about it. I am a fan of the good title. Because uh, titles can be kind of hard, too. Mm hmm. Some companies with some really bad ones. Like, yeah. That's another thing about Life Force. They should have just, as bad as it was, they should have just stuck with the title Space Vampires. Oh, shut up. That's what it was called, originally. It was based on a book called Space Vampires. Yeah. I mean, it's a terrible title, but at least you wouldn't know exactly what you were getting. <laughs> you know? Because... Yeah, it's all about the space vampires, man. Uh, anyway. I don't believe I have anything in stores this week. At least I don't see anything. I saw from Instagram feeds that apparently (coughs) 8 Billion Genies is, like, getting reprinted to out, you know, multiple issues are getting reprinted already. Mm hmm. Um. So I, I don't know exactly when those are in stores or anything, but that's cool. Which, you know, I've said this before and I'll say it again. If you have to reprint a comic book, it just means that the retailers didn't order enough. You know? Mm-hmm. So that means the retailers were under-gaging the interest in the book, which means the retailers weren't doing their jobs. But hey, I understand, man. We're on a in an on-demand market kind of thing. It's like uh, not having toilet paper in the grocery stores because retailers are kind of forced into a position where they only order what they think they can move right away. They don't want to have stock on hand if they can help it, or at least not too much stock on hand. Although, according to the... um, I get those newsletters from Mile High Comics, mostly because I can't figure out how to unsubscribe from their list. I mean, I know how to unsubscribe from their list, but it involves manually talking to somebody. Unsubscribe. They don't have like an auto unsubscribe. <laughs> I'm like, really? Just give me a button I can press. Because I don't want to get these all the time. Just sometimes I'm interested. Um, but anyway, I do read them occasionally when I get them. And according to the owner of Mile High, Chuck, I think his name is, mm-hmm. um, they're the order or the demand for back issues and stuff right now is really high. And some of that has to do with, I guess, a uh, number of collections have been wiped out by floods and stuff like that. Hm. Or at least that's a contributing factor according to the most recent one I think, Area, read. Um, because, you know, people tend to store their comics like down in basements and stuff like that. And yeah, bad, but that's weird. But yeah, I guess apparently, uh, well, with the number of like flooding events and things that have been happening, I guess it makes sense. Hmm. Because, you know, lots of lots of severe weather events have been going on um but yeah so at least that's a contributor to it is that a lot of a lot of people's collections have been getting wiped out and um but even before that uh, I'm, earlier in the year even and towards the end of last year the newsletters were predicting that there was going to be a surge in demand for backorder stuff or uh, you know old stuff um and it seems to be, so, you know, if you're looking to get rid of your comic collection, now might be a good time, is what I mean to say.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Hmm. I mean, the last time I sold a comic book was when, was when Walking Dead was really big and I had issue one and issue three. I don't know why I didn't have issue two, but somehow I still had issue one and issue three floating around. First prints, I think they were. And um Walking Dead was getting or was really huge at the time. And so I sold them on eBay. And it wasn't like it made me rich or anything, but it was a good good chunk of money for both issues.
1: Yeah, I have a I have a box that of I, I did a Harley Quinn book last year and I have a box of like they did like ten different covers for it and I was like, that's weird, they gave me all these covers. And then I worked on eBay, and a lot of those covers are going for a lot, so I'm taking them. just doesn't seem too easy Oh, that's not a bad idea. Put them out on a table and buy these. Yeah. $20. Well,
0: if they're going for a lot of money, though, I don't know if I just leave them on a table where people can, you know, print them up and bend the corners and stuff.
1: That's a good point. Um, Maybe buy some bags and boards.
0: Yeah. I, I, w- I mean, yeah, I would probably do that if they're actually worth something like that. It's And that's a thing, man. It's like... I would eBay more of my older stuff. I'm just... eBay takes work. Like, <laughs> it takes time to do it, you
1: know? Yeah, that's what I always say. Julie loves doing it,
0: though. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I f- wish I did. I mean... Like I said, I've only sold a few things on eBay in my life. And every time I've been like... Oh man, this is a pain in the butt. Now i got to take it to the post office or whatever. I just... Yeah. Although... It might be a good time to do it now. Because comics... I wish I would have sold... My uh, comp copies of like... Revival when it was going for a lot of money. For a while. Or you remember that real brief blip? When like...
1: Oh, right, when it first came out. There was one going for like a hundred something
0: bucks. Yeah, it was cause I guess because it was getting hyped up and stuff. Yeah. Um, and, I'm, I mean, we're not even talking CGC graded stuff. Like, just loose issues were going for a good chunk of money. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh, huh, i got a box of cops right here. <laughs> you know? uh-huh. Maybe I should sell them. And I just never got around to it, but I probably should have done it. Because, you know, as long as i got copies of the trade, what the heck do I need a flop these for? I do have to figure out I, I gotta like thin out my comps and I don't want to just throw them away or anything and it's like if they were all trades or something I would think about donating donating them to like the library or something but mm-hmm. um they don't want loose issues and stuff like that so that's another thing where I'm thinking like maybe I could just bundle together runs of stuff and just sell it on eBay for whatever whatever like, mm-hmm. at least I'm making a little bit of money off of them and they're going somewhere I guess you know, that is if anybody actually buys them. Some of them will. I mean, I'm sure the Rick and Morty stuff itself Eventually. I don't know. Every
1: time I try to do something like that, it's like it's like me and the the computer stuff. If I buy it, that's when it's going to be cheaper the next day.
0: Uh, Maybe I shouldn't encourage you to start selling your comics then. At least not until I sell mine. (laughs) Um, Well, anyway, sorry, I kind of went rambling there at the end. I meant to be seeing us out the door. Instead, I went on a whole different thing. Um, So, yeah, that's it for us this week. Uh, You can reach us at crankcast.com crankcast.gmail.com Mike's website is IHateMike.com Don't forget to celebrate Chris Make Peace Day Week the 14th annual celebration of this movable feast movable and uh, I guess mm, what was that actor's name? Getty Watanabe? Yeah, I guess maybe like, uh, we should probably give a space between their holidays, right? No,
1: we're not doing Getty Watanabe.
0: Okay, how about Getty Lee?
1: (laughs) Getty Lee already has enough.
0: Yeah, you're right.
1: I think this is. I'm sure there's actually a rush day in Canada, I'm sure.
0: Oh, it might be his birthday today, actually.
1: That's a weird coincidence.
0: I've got, well, I've got a rush calendar. And um I got it for Christmas so, you know. Anyway, I've got a rush calendar hanging up and I think I saw or was it last month? It was either no, I think it might be today. Or yesterday. Anyway, I think Getty Lee's birthday is somewhere around now. <clears throat> Just so you know, you know, I mean. Anyway. Um looking forward to celebrating Getty Watanabe Day? Week? Whatever? And uh, moving on. So I guess we'll see you all next week and have a good weekend. Goodbye. It is <laughs> Geddy Lee's birthday. <laughs> oh, happy birthday, Getty Lee.
1: That's really
0: weird. Yeah. So uh, I guess uh, you can also celebrate Geddy Lee's birthday on Chris Makebeast Day Week. Mm. But, you know, it's been Geddy Lee's birthday on this day Every year we 've been doing this, so this is just happens to be the first time we noticed it. I guess all because of a calendar huh. all right, goodbye.